The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, beautiful people. <laughs> Sorry. This is this shit like that. www.flashblackradio.com. Blick. Flash Blick Radio. We are the usual suspects. <laughs> I am Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Minute the Third, aka <clears throat> the Hotep Whisperer. And Still across whispering, from me, huh? <laughs> you know, somebody got to represent the underrepresented. So that's underrepresented. Yeah, 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 yeah. I caught that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, across from me, you have the one and the only uh, S Double, aka Slim Williams, aka Almost Sexy. Indeed. To my left, I have the ball, but not bougie. T Rich, here's before known as Okoye. And of course, Dylan, and I have the wonderful Bit Savage. Oh, Christy K Savage. Also known as Christy Killmonger. <laughs> we are the usual suspects, and this is Shit You Might Have Missed on Flash Black Radio. Flash Bleak Radio. <laughs> <laughs> For our Wakandan representatives. I said representatives, yes. I just want to apologize because I went to brunch earlier and like brunch is a thing in DC with unlimited mimosa, oh, so I might mimosed. be giggling. I am she's quite mimosed. Mimosed. She's doing the mimosed. Oh, yeah, see, now you're now you're playing. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I see what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So um yeah, today's date is March fourth, twenty eighteen. Again, we are the usual suspects, and we're just gonna go ahead and dive in. Um dive in. She beat me to it. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and dive in. Um, last week we had a, a lot of uh, uh, dialogue regarding uh, NRA and, and, and proposed legislation, whether or not to give teachers guns and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. One of the things that has developed since that conversation that I want to applaud, I'm pretty sure everybody out there is listening, um, might have heard rumblings of it, but I think it's awesome. Dick's Sporting Goods Store. Mm-hmm has opted to <clears throat> remove assault weapons from their their uh, um, from from selling assault weapons and also to uh, make raise sure the age. raise the age yep. age limit of uh, those who purchase their guns up to 21 or to whatever the, the uh, and, and which is important about that is not every state follows that law some states allow you to purchase at 18 some states allow you to purchase at 21 but they're saying they don't care it's their right as as a company to go ahead and make a statement and a lot of people are not happy about that, but you know they're doing what they feel is right, and that's what you do to move the needle. So I, I, I just want to applaud that at the top of the show. And T. Oh, and BlackRock, BlackRock Investments now offers you the option of investing in funds that do not uh, invest in gun manufacturing. Mm. And didn't the arm teacher hold herself up in the classroom this week? Child busting off yeah, shots in the classroom. Yeah, barricading himself in class. Yeah. That happened. So maybe teachers shouldn't have guns. Just maybe. Saying. Just maybe. There's also a teacher that um accidentally um shot themselves in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Had a gun oh, on. Them. I don't know if right. you heard about that one. That 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 happened. Plaxico burst yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Is what he happened. He plaxicoed himself. Yeah, that's what happened. Because you know sometimes guns go off when the trigger gets pulled. Hashtag never forget plaxico. 
Hashtag Saturday night. <laughs> I'm just saying, guns do go off when the trigger gets pulled. Hey, that's the end. Hey. That's, that's, that's how they're designed. Yeah. Premature. Sometimes you so, premature. It's just a, it's just a way of things. So, T. Rich. Yes. You have any uh, any uh, this weekend? Wow. Problematic people? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have any this weekend problematic people. That's actually good. I mean, I'm a little let down, but you know, that's good. I mean, the problem is there's like a plethora of problematic people. Mm. Using them little vocabulary words, plethora. plethora. I'm going to look that up later. A Ple- veritable corner. A plethora. A plethora. You got an array. Um, I do want to comment though on Amanda Steinberg, who was do it. auditioning for the Black Panther cast, mm-hmm. and she said it was a difficult audition. And at some point, she said she needs to just like pull herself out of this because this was not a space for her, and she needs to like realize that not all spaces are for her. Because anyone who's seen Black Panther, and if you haven't, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah. This is judgment. Blick. Pinta. Coming through the microphone. Okay, so let me ask you, because I, I did see that and I read it. Um, I'm not familiar with what she's been in. So, like, what has she done outside of, like, what is what is her quote-unquote claim to fame? She was, um, I think the thing that kind of put her on the map was Rue in the Hunger Games. Mm. Oh, she what? Got, well, she's grown up a lot then. She has grown up a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. She was in, there was some movie, she's like, a little girl in Call that. Me By Your Name or... Call me by her name or something. something yeah, I know like what you're that. talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I really but I think that was right, and yeah. I think that was the thing that kind of put her. Now, the, the first thing I saw when I saw, I was like, "Oh, she's she's uh, busty." Uh, oh no. Yeah. Well, she 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 looks like a young adult. Oh. She didn't. I, I I was unaware. I I feel different now. You should. I look, man. I, you know, <laughs> just being honest, like that was my reaction. It wasn't like I, I went and ran to the bathroom and like took a picture of her with me. That didn't happen. I just, I'm just. Didn't it, is that um, what usually? Ha- I'm sorry. Right. No, you what usually happen? Hey, man, you're like you know, you know, you know. Sometimes you know, people get lonely <laughs> and make bad decisions. I get lonely. But but you know they feel bad afterwards. That's 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 lonely. the most part. That's how you know you still have a soul. So when you, when you feel you know remorseful <laughs> afterwards. But no, on real talk, I didn't know that was her. And honestly, yeah. she did. She looks a lot older than obviously she did. She had a specific. Well, that was a few years ago. Yeah, it's a few years ago. Yeah. Because it was also the very first Hunger Games, and there have been like two. And there's more. an irony in that. Now that you point that out, because there are a lot of people who are upset with the fact that she played Rue in the first place in the Hunger Games mm. because they want to say that Rue should not be black. Well, mm. because white people. And so, yeah, but if you... That's interesting. So she can't play a white girl, but she can't play a black girl either. Well, also, if you read the book, Rue was not written as a white person. She was not. She was like, yeah, I heard the explanation. I heard that uh, Katniss was not actually written specifically as a white person. Katniss Everdeen. Yeah, I mean, I did watch Hunger Games. I was entertained. Wait, watching. So, yeah, and she was just like, you know, what am I as a biracial person going to add to this movie that's about a bunch of black people? I mean, because everybody, I mean, the whole... Concept behind Black Panther was like, don't scare me like that colonizer. Colonizer. Yeah. And so they had not been touched by white hands or penises. And so, like, you know, everybody was like melanated. We come in all shades, though. Like, even when that doesn't happen, we still have different, like, shades. But I, I'm not saying I disagree with her her perspective. And that also, I think, leads me into a different thing, too. Zoe Saldana playing... Let's not talk about that. No, I mean, I think that's a very interesting. Well, she don't shouldn't you think that's have a done con- that. 
Exactly, but I think that's a good, like like so. What, what I want to know what was the the, the trigger in Amanda Seinberg's name? Um, Amanda. Amanda. Yeah, what was what was the trigger in her head that made her like realize that? Because I'm honestly, that's as an actor. Insight. No, no, but no. Here's I'm, I'm being saying. serious. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. But as a, as an actor, you don't always get roles coming your way. Like I just watched a, um, something. I think it was on the Breakfast Club. Like a week and a half ago, I was watching something with, with Bikini Woodbine, and he was saying he went through a 15-year drought where he didn't really get any roles. And as a person of color in the field of acting, you know, you want to basically be able to keep working. As good an actor as Cuba Gooden Jr. is, he's still done shit like Snow Dogs or Boat Trip. It's not because he wanted to do that. It's just like, yo, I got to get these checks. So, I mean, again, I didn't really know her claim to fame, so I just thought that was interesting that she had enough presence of mind to say, this role isn't necessarily for me, although she was called in to act for it and try out for it. Well, she also co-wrote a uh, comic book. Say one time. She co-wrote a comic book. Okay. So that you know, like <clears throat> casting probably had a lot to do with. Yeah, she's an actress, but she also brings a certain amount of you know, like fangirl, you know, activity and plot with her to, you know, a, a genre movie. I don't know if that really has that much cash. And like in in the casting of a movie like that though, that I'm a fan. I mean, like, I can't say it doesn't because I know there are a lot of people I who are fans who play in Star Wars because they're fans, like Colbert. Have, yeah, pretending the amount of Twitter followers have, you know, is definitely something on a resume. I mean, real talk. There is no reason, need, space, time, any of that for Zoe Saldana to play Nina Simone. It will oh. absolutely never be acceptable. That in, was white people doing. I don't. I don't think any. But I, I just think it's an interesting contrast. Because I mean, you know, I just one actress being aware enough that like this should really go to a dark skinned actress because like yeah, this is craziness. Yeah, because Denai Guerrero would have been like a logical choice for just like aesthetically speaking, like this this. We we can't have people, you know what I'm saying, look at me and just, like, pretend that I, one thing, you know, isn't different from all the others. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's being aware of your blackness, but, you know what I'm saying, Zoe Saldana <laughs> has always been very, you know what I'm saying, upfront about the fact that she she's not black. Yeah. Well, well, right. And if you don't claim something, you certainly can't be aware of it, you she's know, or when it may or may not be out of context, because she had no problem putting that makeup on day mm-hmm. in and day out. <laughs> It's also like she's she's got a different thing going on in her head because her husband also took her last name, which she she's obviously not like you know looking at things through the same lens that society looks at things through. Because I don't know too many men who take the names of their wives, but he did. That's the Carter Knowles's. But she, yeah, but he didn't take her last name, no? <clears throat> Carter Knowles? No, he didn't take her last name. They're she, hyphenated. She might be hyphenated. I mean, he's no, hyphenated. He's hyphenated too. I don't, okay. That, that, not aware of that. that would be news to me. I'm going to have to verify right, that quick, one. Quick, quick, quick Google. <laughs> I look at I all this right on it. Sworn that they were that was a couple thing. Nah, I'm pretty sure that she hyphenated because she's not gonna get rid of her name. She already had a name, but I don't think he like changed his name. I've, I've in interviews he said he's Sean Corey Carter on his album. I'm Sean Corey Carter, so I don't. I that whole hype. Mm. 
that's that would be news to me. I wonder what uh, role Amanda was um, auditioning for. I don't know. She would have to be. I would have thinking she probably for Shuri, right? I think she was, yeah. I'd be very curious to to know that. If it was was Shuri, Shuri. then I I think uh, everything happened exactly the way. Oh, Letitia, that's Letitia's role. Yeah, yeah. Um, These are things you're not going to know until the movie is made. But I I think I applaud her perspective on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I do wish um, there was a way she could have been a part of the movie. Uh, But... Um, I think that everything happened the way it's supposed to happen mm-hmm. um, because there there was one light skinned black person in the movie and she was she was killed. She was American also. So oh yeah, she wasn't really like she was like a brown. Would you say she was light? I thought she was, she was light she was brown. brown. She, she was light yeah. brown. She was on. A, she yeah. was definitely. I think the she lightest. Been, <laughs> well, she wasn't. She wasn't as bright. Her lineage as first had been colonized. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. She had a little colonizer. In it. Yeah, you can tell it's a little bit, a little yeah. bit mixed in there. But, okay, but yeah. So I don't know. I think I, I like I said. I applaud her perspective, and I think that's especially at that age. Yeah, I mean, she's young. she's yeah. what like eighteen now yeah. or something like that. Oh, um, um, Amanda well, Steinberg is not new wait, to this. Wait, I gotta interrupt. According to Huffington Post, yes, he is a Knowles Carter legally. Sean Knowles Carter. Mm. That's news to me. I didn't know that. Yes. The is Huffington Post fake news? Depends on who you ask. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get like a second source to verify. That's how we do it. it I have three ask. sources to verify. That's how we know to run with it. So I know I'm gonna need like a, you know, the Atlantic and uh, you know, the one Boston other. Globe. The Boston Globe originally. Uh, they don't count. <laughs> They're in Boston. <laughs> Boston. They're in Boston. In Boston. <laughs> they say Kai. Yeah, they don't count. I, I would gotta just... hide on. I'm very happy that uh, Black Panther is still doing uh, so so well in the movie theaters. That's um, that's thrilling to continue to see. Happy but not surprised. Oh, not surprised at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, some of us have seen it multiple times. I think all of us have seen it multiple times, multiple except for maybe K. Savage. Yeah. But you know, she'll she'll catch up. You know, I did a. Uh, read a meme uh i think it was just a post but you know how facebook now has like you can post but you can use the facebook feature to put like an image behind it so it's not really a meme it's just like your words with a graphic behind mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Oh, that's anyway. what people are doing okay yeah yeah um and then i think the meme read uh, the post sorry read something along the lines of uh uh so a black king yes okay you, uh works with the cia to kill a revolutionary and this is your hero no thanks i'll pass and that's a very limited perspective yeah yeah my I, reaction i saw to that it, i saw that i saw you respond to that yeah, yeah. i, I would have been a little bit harsher in my kill, response killmonger was trying to kill everybody anybody, anybody. it didn't it didn't everybody. matter who like he didn't just want to kill, kill his oppressors he wanted to kill his oppressors he wanted to kill any descendants or offspring of oppressors he was willing to kill anybody any wakandan any other african any african american any whoever it didn't matter he was willing to kill whoever and he was wiping the slate clean that yes. that that kind of defeats the whole purpose though like if you create if you create a reverse situation 
that's exactly the same as the situation that existed before, except people of color are at the top of the food chain and white folks are on the bottom. You're no better than... And then what happens when the same revolt happens in the other direction? I mean, then you're just creating a cycle of back and forth revolt, right? Well, in theory, I get what you're saying, but in theory, if we go like down that rabbit hole where, say, T'Challa fails in his attempt to re-attain his, his rightful kingship because he never lost his kingship mm-hmm. um, um, in, the, in the way that their customs dictate. But in the theory that he lost his, his return bout mm-hmm. um, and Killmonger won the victorious and actually, you know, got rid of, disposed of T'Challa, um, there was like, yeah, the technology was so far beyond what everybody else had yeah, nah. I mean, it had probably been a wrap. It probably would have been one of those things where it had been a very long reign before anybody. But because yeah, in the in the comic context, I get it. Like Wakanda <laughs> was is the most technologically advanced nation of all like nations in. Yo, they could heal paralysis in, in, in less than a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yo, let's not like. But one of the sleep things I, on. one of the things I love about Black Panther is that they're using like this story. To contextualize real life social issues. Yep. So if you put it in a real life social framework, that Wakanda don't exist. You see what I'm saying? Like in real life, you got technology is in some in the top countries, uh, in the wealthiest countries, is on par with one another. So your the more realistic situation in real life is that you like you somehow are able to turn the tables and oppress your oppressors. At some point, they're going to get tired and then they're going to fight back and it's just going to be back and forth like throughout history. It might take, you know, 500, 600 years for them to get their act together to return a favor. But I think the whole point is that if you're trying to create a world where, you know, people are all actually people and treated like people and live together as people, then you don't take the route of I'm going to murder, you know, and kill Everybody, you know, kill, kill, kill. Because, like, in a situation like that, let's say, let's say they take, let's say they're successful. They overthrow the oppressors. They overthrow, you know, they kill any descendants or relatives of the oppressors, and they also, you know, kill any Wakandan, you know, who would have sided with T'Challa, any other African of any other African nation. Anyone in America, any European country, and the slate gets completely wiped clean. And then you got, would say you have somebody like me in that situation who would have been like, um, I'm glad POCs are no longer oppressed. Um, I don't think this is right. Do I die in this same situation? Yes. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you kill any dissenting voice. And then, that, like, that's not a world. I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where, yeah, people of color are on top, but it's still a regime where I still, I still can't speak my mind. I still can't exercise free will, right? You could so, just sit in your living room. I'm di- what'd you say? Well, I, you could just sit in your living room. Yeah, no, no. You could just sit in your head. But maybe not because of the technology. Exactly. Wakanda, like, you may not even be able to dissent in your head. Don't even think about going against the regime. You know what I'm saying? It might be like, what's the name? Uh, 19, what's the... Uh, 19, 
1989 is the number. Is it 1984? 1984, there we go. Sound of the fucking drama. Like, you, there's cameras everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't even think that the thought police are real (laughs) in that novel. Like, they actually exist. You know, in your living room, you got to be careful because all the monitors and stuff are watching you. (laughs) You know, they change the news. Like, if there's a news story and they don't like the narrative in the future, they just change it. <laughs> they just reprint. They retract everything. They destroy all the newspapers of, you know, any clip, press clippings, anything that existed. They just destroy it all. 1984 used to seem so far-fetched. Yeah, it was mad dystopian, right? Until it was, you know, similar, Reality. To, similar to now. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. People say the same thing about The Simpsons. Speaking of The Simpsons, uh, my favorite person of 2017, not you, Cameron. I do adore you, though. But um, Donald Glover. Step back onto the scene, 2018, with a fucking alligator. Oh, he hasn't, he hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't watched <gasps> it. Uh, yeah, yeah, he hasn't seen it. So I intentionally, uh, I intentionally prefer to binge at least two or three episodes of a show at yep. one time. So Cat Williams was amazing. That's all I say. I won't disturb I won't I won't destroy it for yeah, you, but Cat yeah. Williams yo. I felt like he pulled from like personal experiences. <laughs> he said he went and um like spent like three weeks at an alligator farm. <laughs> Did he? That's what he said. Okay. I believe him. But he was uh yeah, Cat Williams is amazing. Them babies ain't lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was great. Rob, Never in the history of. I'm sorry. It's all great. Soon as I get. He do. He got an alligator. They call him that. That's the alligator man. Babies ain't lying to you. As soon as I get two or three episodes in the hopper, I'm gonna binge all three, and then do. I'll be. Yourself a favor. Because you know what happens. You watch the first episode, and then what do you want to do? Watch, watch the more. next one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got to wait a week I'm, to watch the yes. next episode? I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. Is it I like was, Black Panther? Like, you could watch the whole movie in one sitting. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was locked into watching it because I forgot that it was coming back on. Mm. So it was just, I, was, I just happened to be watching effects. Oh, excuse me. FX. Some DOS effects. <laughs> I just oh, happened to be watching effects. <laughs> and they were playing straight out of Compton uncut. Mm. Like, like on Yeah, they did not cut that shit at all. I was like, they really like me and they played it they uncut. They let them say like, any fucking thing they wanted to say. Like, yeah. I was like, I was kind of like, like, wow, like, I don't know if I'm ready for all this on regular TV. Like, they, it was it was uncut. I mean, it was like, it was like ass jiggling. I was like, okay. Like, it was they- like a fucking uncircumcised ass nigga. That shit was uncut as fuck. So they did just happen to show that, okay, Atlanta's coming on. I'm like, oh, word, I forgot. Also, I'm very happy because in about a month, Legion is coming back on. Mm. Nobody else seems to be watching that except for me, but it's cool. Hey, I watched the first I couple of episodes. It. Huh? I yeah. I did enjoy the first couple of episodes. There's just a lot of television. It, there is. It's, it's like way to too much. And Netflix is just keep dropping Luke. You know, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones is coming back out yeah, of March Jessica 8th. Jessica Jones season two coming up. Jesus. It's like, like I don't have this. Like, I have I have goals in, in life to, you know, you know, be productive in some way. This uh, is why you can't. I was listening to uh, NPR the other day and then some one of the, uh, I guess, commentators were making a great. They were talking about the Oscars. Um, but they expanded the conversation to the Grammys and the Emmys, and they were saying that you know you can't really 
you can't use whether or not something wins an Oscar or an Emmy or a Grammy as a litmus, litmus test for whether or not it's quality. For you know, one reason, it's always been skewed, you know, for years. So that's one reason you can't do it. But now, even though they have like the academy has all these new members, and uh, the the new membership of the academy is supposed to be more diverse, and you know they're taking them supposed to be taking a more honest look at uh, movies movies that have like more representation and all that stuff. You still can't use it, even if you take race out of it, just because. There's just so much. <laughs> There's so much TV. There's so many movies. Like everything can't win <laughs> an Oscar. Everything can't win a Grammy. Everything can't win an Emmy. So uh, we're kind of like in a golden age of television and, and cinema because as so many people are creating content and so many people are creating quality content. And it's just, it's difficult to keep track of. So I wouldn't even have remembered Legion if you didn't say it right now. If you didn't just say it, and I want to watch, continue watching that show, but I just I can't remember all the shows there ought to watch. Yeah. And also, like one of the younger members, who's a um, a judge of the Oscars or whatever, was saying that some of the older members of the Academy Academy. I was like, what's <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, y'all, mimosas. Um, saying some of the older members of the Os- of the academy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. refused to watch Get Out and just mm. automatically just disregarded it because they were like, no, that's not Oscar worthy. That's not Oscar worthy. Step further, if I might add. Please do. Yes, please add. add. They never watched. None of them watched Girls Trip. Mm. Because again, probably it's, the it's same black, reason. And, and, and Jada Pinkett Smith had a whole thing about it last year. She said. We're one of the highest grossest movies of the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, we, and basically, if you look at in terms of like what it costs to make the movie versus what the movie made, mm-hmm. it's not like obviously the, the, the movie resonated. So mm-hmm. it should have gotten some consideration, right. or at least a couple of views or whatever. But like Tiffany had, it should have at least gotten a comedic, like, you know, nod as in terms of like, you know, this is a breakout role for her. She played the character very well. She was that. that it's our booty hole. <laughs> I figured I'd give you that out of you. I was, I was, I was like, at least watch the movie. Yeah. Like, don't just say I'm not going to watch the movie. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, there is that. So, even, um, even like. Oh. I wonder if they've seen Black Panther, though. Blick. Blick. The Blick. Pinter. The Blick. I wonder if they've seen the Black Panther. Stripped. The Black Panther. Stripped. Will now have his culture. Stripped, Stripped away. <laughs> Stripped away. I can't have it. <laughs> We're not have it. We're not have it. Mbaku. I uh speaking of um representation and uh Netflix specifically, I had been uh I had been avoiding in, in the name of holding myself accountable, I had been avoiding listening to Monique's stance on why she wants everybody to boycott Netflix. I had been actively. Are we going to actually do this after all this time? Gonna... I, I had just. I had been actively avoiding it, so okay. I'm I'm late to this to the show because okay. I was actively trying not to watch it because I was like, what if she say something and I hold myself accountable? You know me. You know I'm a I'm a boycotter. I boycott so many things. I'm like, what if she say something that really causes me to boycott Netflix? Like, what if I agree? So did <laughs> you know, she? So strong. She didn't. Um, <laughs> to, just to, to shorten the story, she didn't. But um, I think she raised some really really valid points. Um, and what other valid points that you thought well, she raised? So, I do think that the offer, and she cited herself and Wanda Sykes. That's what actually made me give it some consideration. Um, 
She cited herself and Wanda Sykes in the offers that they received. Mm -hmm. Now, I do think that when you're talking about Dave Chappelle and you're talking about Chris Chris Rock, Rock, you know, we're talking about two guys who are like living legends of comedy. Um, Dave Chappelle, because he surrounded himself with a mystique that is just a really unique set of circumstances. Not only is he ridiculously funny, but he stepped away from show business for so long and then came back. Just psychologically, and that killed just, it. Yeah, that just does something to the public. The level of counter to what Phase on Love was saying. It, oh my God, <laughs> we could talk about that. Talk about problematic people, hater. Um, anyway, um, so and then you know Chris Rock has just like been like a staple in the comedy com- uh, community for so long and been doing it consistently and well for so long. And so for them to make the offer, make the offer that they made to uh, Amy Schumer. Um, and for Amy Schumer to feel like her offer was low oh. at ten million, I thought uh, it was seven. If the if the numbers, well, I think her their original offer was ten, and she got them up to thirteen. And okay, then that's the offer that she accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, got offered like what twenty or something like yeah. that. And Amy Schumer got offered ten, and Amy Schumer made the argument that um, I am selling out like. Madison Square Garden right now. Um, you should not give me as much as the legends, but Ooh, I should get more. So you sound like you're kind of on on the same, not the same, but a similar wave of thinking as Charlemagne the God. Well, I, I, I haven't heard his perspective. He, on he's it. made a similar because basically he he basically made that approach, he, and he did this to Monique's face. Mm-hmm. So like you know, he's basically saying uh, she was very heated because he gave her donkey of the day when this thing broke, and she came well, to the studio it. and they discussed it and. You know, he kept saying, he kept going back to, okay, but Chris Rock is Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle is Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Amy Schumer has been selling on arenas. She sold out fifty straight arenas. Yeah, she that that she sold out. She, Madison he's Square basically Garden saying twice. What have and he said that? He, he was saying, Kevin what Hart's have you? The only other comedian that's done that, right? So he, he's saying, what have you brought to the table that that is that that you could juxtapose juxtapose with that? Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, what can compare to that? Right. And she was saying, my resume speaks for itself. And she's like referencing like Oscars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And, and But her Oscar wasn't a, for a comedic. Yeah, that's not a stand-up comedy right. resume. I get that. Now, I will say this. Here's where I may differ from Charlemagne, though. He's like, I haven't heard all of his perspective. I feel like Monique raised some valid points because I do feel like even though it was a long time ago, the Queens of Comedy Tour was a groundbreaking uh, comedy tour. Monique was clearly a superior performer uh, in that show. She wasn't the only and, one, but she was a superior performer. We can't talk I'm about not the rest because she she's the only one that's. I get it, but I'm just saying. But I'm what I'm saying. What I'm saying to that because I'm I'm also like, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm also looking at the argument that she was making because that's part of what she was saying. She wasn't on that by herself though. Right. So like you know she sold out with some more right. with Adele Gibbons. See what I'm saying? It wasn't a solo right. type deal. So you can't say, like, if you did a comedy show where you were at the table with all four of them right, right. and said, we want to get this much, then I think that would be more... Do it. Now, let me, be, let me be honest. I've been aware of Monique for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I saw her when I was in college before she was like a name around that people knew. Mm-hmm. She was hilarious back then. I think she's funny as hell. Yeah. Um, I agree, and she's not just like funny in terms of like I, I have disagree. like st- structured. Okay, that's fine. It's, it's opinion. I get it. Um, I think she's hilarious. I don't think she's just funny in terms of like okay, I have these jokes that I have prepared. And I can, mm-hmm. I've seen her react 
because I went to see her um, at Bowie, mm-hmm. I saw her react to just basically the crowd and how she reacted to the crowd mm-hmm. and how she just used like what was happening and the energy in there like a good comedian should mm-hmm. and made that work and that became like 15 minutes of her set before right. she even got into her established jokes. Right. So she's definitely a vet. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely think as far as like female comedians, she's in terms of who's alive right now, mm-hmm. she's up there. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. But I think part of the error is also, um, <clears throat> I don't think it's right to basically use other people's money, what they're getting, mm-hmm. to substantiate what you should be getting. I mean, because you're basically counting other people's coins, right? Go ahead. As is I that- have said before, I think Monique's argument was valid. I think the messenger was flawed. Mm. Because I think it's very difficult for Monique to come in and say, like, you know, I deserve X, Y, Z. I'm not a fan of Monique. I'm also not a fan at all of Amy Schumer. Mm. I don't find her to Same be... Same thing Charlamagne said. <laughs> even the least bit amusing, funny, mm-hmm. interesting, worth my time. Not at all. On any level. You're so ambiguous right now. I don't even want to listen to that bitch selling jokes while I'm cleaning the bathroom. You're so ambiguous. For real. <laughs> You need to get more really definitive. I just want to say that However, I thought that she was funny when she did her first joint. Um, I think she's done a lot of the same, but like when she first came out, I was very much an Amy Schumer fan. I've never found her to be funny at all. Oh, it's, it's cool. Not ever. Okay. Um, however, loads of white people seem to find her quite amusing. And they go and see her. They buy tickets <laughs> to her shows and they show up and they kiki and they ha ha. And so that translates, those ticket sales and those kikis and ha-has, that translates into something that Netflix then sees that it can... That's leverage. Right. It can turn into more money. Exactly. The problem with Monique is, even if she has, like, a following in the black community, like, look at what you're doing. Look at where you're presenting yourself. Look at where you're positioning yourself. Like, I heard a... a, um, Commercial on the radio for some Chitlin Circuit play. I know we don't like that term, but that's what it is. Chitlin Circuit play. And she was in it. And it's like, you can't, how do you like make these things equal? Mama, you, I want to sing versus. Mama, I want to sing versus I sold out Madison Square Garden twice by myself. Mm. Those things are not the same. Mm-hmm. So while I understand that Monique has been in the game for a long time and some people present company excluded, seem to find her amusing or funny. You can't, like those things don't match. Where where I finally came down on it was um, I think that when they when she said the numbers of what she and then gave Wanda Sykes also as an example of what they were offered. And, and again, Wanda's, Wanda's I, deal was I, a few years before. Yeah, and I love Wanda Sykes, yeah. but I also have like the same perspective on Wanda Sykes. I love Wanda Sykes, but I know to the masses, Wanda Sykes is hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But I love Wanda Sykes. Oh, yeah. Every joke she tells is hilarious to me. But I understand that most people don't feel that way. And a lot of people, I, I, I still don't know what her visibility is. Like you know, if if you like, like I mean, a lot of people might watch Blackish, whatever. But like, even if they watch Blackish, they might not know who Wanda Sykes is. Right, right. But she also, might be the funny, the funny lady on Blackish. Yeah. But I think that. When you consider the other offers, and then you also consider Netflix's usual trend, mm-hmm. which is that they compensate their talent. Mm-hmm. That is a hallmark of Netflix. That's mm-hmm. a trademark of them. When I heard that they were each offered a quarter of a million dollars, that was a bit laughable to me. 
Right, so and so I that's what I'm I saying. Like, I agree. Is, I agree know, that that was low ball. Yeah, how you would determine how much they should have gotten. But if if Monique told, said the exact same story, mm-hmm. everything she said, and she still had the same grievances, mm-hmm. but she had said Wanda Sykes was offered $2 million and I was offered $3 million, mm-hmm. I would have been like, Monique, you crazy. I would have been like, I, I, I get your beef and you making valid points, but they offered you plenty for somebody who hasn't like been on a stand-up stage and sold out a stand-up arena. Like, you crazy. So let me, let me a quarter of a million? Okay. I was like, that's a little ridiculous. Let me, let me also, add Netflix an additional wrinkle. Netflix is not the only dude in the game. They're not. Like, if you feel like your stand-up or Amazon. your... Hit up Amazon. Who hit up HBO. Yeah. Hit up Showtime. Wanda, Wanda Sykes hit up Epics. Like, if you feel like this is lowballing and I deserve more, then there are other players in the game. You don't have to just True. say, like, Netflix is the only place I can go. And for you to just feel like <laughs> Netflix is the only place I can go, and if they're not giving me what I want, then the rest of y'all should boycott. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. Okay, so let me, let me add I'm a, not even sorry. Uh, let me add a pro and a con on each side. For, for the Monique Gone. conversation. <laughs> Stupid as shit. Okay, so I, I, what I would do Still is right. first and foremost... <laughs> Stupid as hell, man. <laughs> that was good. Uh, well, first and foremost, what Just I would do is I'll add a, a pro from like our, from Monique's uh, side of the argument. And Monique was saying like it's not just the amount of money that they offer, but part of the deal as presented to her, because there are a lot of things that happen that we have to take as... This is what it was until Netflix comes along and say this ain't what, what happened, whatever. But one of the things that did happen according to what her husband, because the husband was calling in and she was there, she was saying it's not just the money that they offered, but it's also the idea that, okay, if you're offering this money, part of the deal is you cannot perform for two years. Mm. So you can't go out and tell Joseph. The problem is you don't want to basically give away the content that we're going to present. Right. And she that's going to eat away and erode our numbers. So basically, she's saying I can make that amount of money that they offered on the road over two years. Mm-hmm. That's what her argument was. Okay, so she's saying that she could make that money on the road. Make it, get you out know? there. Nobody the is saying that you have to go to Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what Charlemagne the God was saying is like, okay, so if you feel that way, and he said the same thing to Phase on Love. Mm-hmm. He said, if you feel that way, then what you need to do is you need to go the independent route and start selling out arenas. Mm-hmm. And then when you do that, then you tell them to holler at me and see what's good. Yeah. Your stock goes I up. don't know in terms of like what people, it's not like something like they announce with every single comedian, but Netflix for a minute has been doing the whole thing with comedy. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think they've been doing it right. They don't even tell you that they're going to drop things. Nope. Um, I didn't know that like Chris Rock was doing the tambourine joint because I saw him perform. You saw him. Yeah, that yeah. Same. I didn't know he was so doing that with Netflix, yeah, though, because yeah. uh, I went to go see him in Atlanta. Um, but um, D-Ray yeah. Davis did a special with Netflix. Mm-hmm. That shit was funny. It was funny, yeah. Um, didn't I Tiffany just, Haddish just sign an $800,000 deal yeah, and, she, and a um, series? And, and she said she did what she had to for her family. So that's what she did. That's what was acceptable. But see, for her. that makes sense because I think Tiffany Haddish may also understand that eight hundred thousand dollars for her to do a stand-up special where that's I am actually a come-up for her, right? Mm-hmm. Because she's been killing it in the movie game for about a, a year, Is movie and not TV. even a year, They're less than a year. Because like you know, movie like a lot of people, yeah, like Carmichael Show. I don't know how many people were watching that shit. I was aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah, the same as like selling yeah. out in arenas. Yeah, she yeah. understands right. the difference, so she's like, "Let me take this come-up," but Monique. I think another dis, you know problem is that Monique is also at a very different place in her career, right. and sometimes there's just like a psychological thing that goes along with I'm at. So this let me add on. I think yeah. she's in a different place 
from a longevity standpoint. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and, as far as like, I mean, is a is realistically is Monique gonna sell out an arena? Arena is hard shit. It is, and like and like Dane Cook, for example, has sold out multiple arenas for years. Now, mm-hmm. I haven't seen Dane Cook do a Netflix special. No, I don't know. Um, Jim Gaffigan has been on Netflix a couple times. Yeah. Um, and but I'm sure Jim Gaffigan is making money. I don't, but I don't know. it for Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, but I don't know what that is. I don't know what his deal is. Uh-huh. Ali Wong, like the only reason why I watched Ali Wong's special is Baby because Kobe. Chris Rock. <laughs> Because Chris Rock said she was funny. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Chris Rock says she's funny. I fuck with Chris Rock. So I'm going to watch it. It's very much entertaining. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much she made, though. Yeah, yeah. So, again, it's like, okay, the, the, I, the, the argument that Monique made was it was racist and it was sexist. Like, it's, okay, so you, you were saying that, like, you know, um, like, like it was racist, like black people aren't getting what they're supposed to get. But mm-hmm. Charlamagne's saying, well, hey, Chris Rock got this. Dave Chappelle got Dave this. Dave Chappelle got this. Right. You can't say women because... Amy you know, Schumer got this. Amy Schumer got this. Yeah. And you technically can't even say women of color because Ali Wong is Asian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, like where exactly is this coming from? And you, you like, again, I, I grew to key in a sense, like, you can't really, like, pull from the Oscar thing because, one, that Oscar was, like, 2009. It's, and it's, not, it's just not Maybe. comparable. It's not It's comparable. not. And it, and it's not, it had nothing to do with comedy. Yeah. It had nothing to do with comedy. No. She was, like, she was taking stuff from her resume. Like, she was saying, like, um... Last Christmas, she said, was it funny? Was it a hit? Where she was not a lead character. She was, she not was a, lead a supporting character. character. Even if, and even if she was a lead character, that movie didn't like break the like, the box office. No. It was funny. I thought it was entertaining. It was entertaining. But I watched it, it when it came out on Entertaining black shit. Yeah, I, but I realistically, and this is like a horrible her. thing to say, but like realistically, the thing about like Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle is that they're not just like black comedians that appeal to black audiences. Mm. They are black comedians who appeal to the mass. Easy crossover. Right. Both of them. And so, like, the thing about Amy Schumer is she don't need our black dollars because she got those white dollars. And that's a horrible thing to say, but that's the reality of where we live. Mm -hmm. And so if you're then going to look at, like, okay, I'm a black female comedian. I appeal to a mostly black, a percentage of a black audience. Because there's older folks that don't like the cursing. Right, you know, and, 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 there's, and there's there's some people who are just material. like I got turned off from Monique a long time ago when she just Why? kept coming out saying like, "Oh, skinny bitches, skinny bitches, skinny okay. bitches," and it's like, "Okay, and can young, you tell me?" Something? Young money don't even know who Monique is, frankly, huh. from a comedian, from a huh. comedy perspective. Young folk, I'm talking about like my people, my daughter's age, mm. like they don't know who Monique is. No, and it's like you know. <laughs> Maybe they do say like, that the Parker show wasn't that long ago. It, it was, was too that long, long ago for that generation. Okay, fair it enough. Was Way too long that for that long generation. ago. Okay. The Parkers were, were out when I was significantly younger, right. and we know that was a long time ago. We were, we were in college with my old ass. That was twenty years ago. Old yeah. man Slim. People were conceived to episodes of the Parkers. <laughs> well, not me, <laughs> but probably to, some people. Really? Who was fucking to the Parkers? Hey, Professor Ogilvy. Hey, Miss Parker. I was fucking with whatever was on. It came on in the afternoon. I hated that show. Late, late afternoon, early evening before a lot of people's mamas was home from work. So I promise you, there's a lot of millennials that was conceived to the motherfucking party. a little bit of static on the TV. Yeah, I right? hated that show. Adjust the bunny ear. It was set to you. I hated UFH. that What's that on like UPN? That, ex- that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hated everything about that show. So I mean, like it's I on the un- network 
the black soul over and over. Hmm. I understand. Again, I understand her argument. They and valid I'm, argument. It's a very valid argument. However, it was a bad messenger. The messenger. The messenger is flawed. So crisis averted. I didn't hear anything that made me want to boycott Netflix. Um, but I do but feel I like her points are valid. Like, real talk, Netflix got to be running an underground kitty porn ring for me to, like, say I'm canceling Netflix because, like, Yo, you know, like, why it's you entirely think... too much media on Netflix for motherfuckers to be, like, boycott. Boycott, I will watch your special and, like, let it run when I clean my house because I wanted to get views. Like, I could participate in, in that, but, like, Cancel Netflix, yeah. like. Marlon just did a special. And I watched it. Why? Like, I don't, why you think I was avoiding listening to Monique? I was like, you want me to give up all this? I, I, like, I, I, I think it would be better if I just ignored, <laughs> ignore the I problem, just, and it'll go away. <laughs> I just knew that you had to be involved in some real foul global conspiracy shit in order for me to consider canceling any streaming service right now. Look, you basically the only thing have that to be. Maybe I could consider canceling a SoundCloud. You basically you know have saying? to be Killmonger hey, 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 to hey, give up hey, Netflix. Hey, hey, that's SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm not gonna even gonna give up Netflix. I'm not giving up Netflix. Flashback on SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm not giving up uh, Hulu. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm not giving up none of that you shit. You're not gonna take my Netflix from me. <laughs> you're, not, you're not. You're not gonna take none of my streaming. How about that? I don't have cable. That's all I got. Sometimes I cross right. streams. Like Ghostbusters? What? <laughs> I, 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 as soon as you said that, I knew where it was going. Thank like, you, okay. sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that is, that's why we're the same person. Who you going to call? Uh, not Ghostbusters. Not Netflix if you Monique. This is not gonna I had no problem listening. Like, oh, they offered you a raw deal, but you know what, boo? No. You don't have to take it. I mean, just think about the number of people that have been offered jobs and been like, you know what? This salary is some bullshit. I'm not going to take this job. And you go on and you move forth with your life and maybe you stay where you were and you do some other shit, but you don't have to take it. I'm not like I was a couple of weeks ago. I was offered a job that had like a bullshit ass salary. I didn't call y'all like, you know what? You should boycott this organization. You should boycott nonprofits. Although if you had come to me. Nonprofits have great benefits though. Because you family. That's the, There's a strong possibility that I might have boycotted. That's the shit that kept coming at me, like you know we've got really great, benefits, we've got really great benefits. I, mean, I was like, boycott. yeah, that's great, but these benefits don't keep a roof over my that's head. The consolation prize for yeah. the daily microaggression. It is. Nah. getting up and clocking in is they motherfucking good deed for the day. Hmm. My experience with nonprofits is basically it's a tiered system, so they have people that are on one level and the people on a higher level. And those people that they pay still get the same good benefits. Mm. You know but you can't then tell me, here's my problem. Like one, y'all came looking for me. I didn't apply for this job. Mm. Y'all came tapping me on my shoulder mm -hmm. as I was minding my good black ass business mm. and said like, hey girl. Was that a LinkedIn like shoulder tap? Yes, it was a LinkedIn shoulder came tap. Through LinkedIn it came like, hey, we have this job. We think you <laughs> might be interested. And I was like, oh, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> A la Greece. And then they told me more, and I was like, mm. Yeah, she did put up a fight because the money wasn't right. I was like, Yeah, that was, that was super. And then they be trying to tell you, like, in person because it doesn't translate well. They were like, Oh, but we can give you an extra week of vacation. I was like, But bitch, I can't go nowhere because y'all ain't fucking paying me. You're paying me less than what I'm making now for more responsibility. 
the implication was, but we're a nonprofit. Mm. But here's the thing. That's my line. Here's the thing. It is your line. That's my line. It is your thing. Here's the thing. She was like, oh, well, you know, if you had more experience in XYZ, we could pay you what you're asking. I was like, oh, so you got the money. It's not even a matter of you don't mm. have the money. Mm. Y'all niggas got the money. You just don't want to, you don't want to give me the money after you tap me on my shoulder as I was sitting here. Through the screen, minding your business. <laughs> minding my black ass business. I was sitting business. in my computer. Your finger came through the screen through. and tapped my deltoid. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the trapezoid. That was the deltoid. That was the deltoid. Yeah. There you go. That's I the mark. That was not the trapezius. You. I know anatomy. I yeah, loathe yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was not the pectoralis. So not the trapezius. You know, another sad thing is that, you know, like I said, Monique made a lot of valid points. And I think that so we we obviously we're aware that in Hollywood, in media creation, there's tons of racism. There's tons and sexism. of sexism. Just a uh, lot. Tons of gender bias. And I think it was just a waste. For her to mortgage, mortgage like this situation because I don't think this was the situation to get the support that she needs or wanted or was hoping for. And so, what if like a legit situation comes up later? You know, what's gonna happen? Are people gonna can be I, like, "Oh man, she, just, she got like a track record for for you know calling out the BS," or are they gonna be like, "Man, she always crying discrimination every time she don't get what she wants"? Can I just make a point? I think to to go with what you just said, the fact that nobody that I know <laughs> has canceled Netflix, and I'm sure that all of y'all can say the same thing. No. Basically, kind of worked against her because if she had people that could, she could actually point to says this many people canceled Netflix because they agree with what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself would be like cash to say, "Yo, Netflix, this is the type of." The type of pull, pull I, I have. I got metrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like th- this is my this is my following, but because nobody else is like you know, there are a lot of people that was holding on to the whole Bill Cosby thing longer than this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like oh, I, I can't like now I need like thirty more people to say oh okay, <laughs> it's all right. Well now it's up to fifty, so I, 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 won't, I won't, yeah. I mean, her to have said that. Addition to that shitty ass contract, they wanted her to dress up like a slave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really? You needed them to say, "Damn." That's what I actually need because I don't think anybody understands. I, I wouldn't need that much money. They I'm needed her to wear a blacker face. We, we, we can do a watch boycott. We could do a let this movie, let this, you know, artist, you know, particular body of work <laughs> just run into the ground so that Netflix knows that we love it. But until you tell me something really fucked up. That makes me stop and be like, oh, damn. That's I mean, really here's some up. things that I would boycott Netflix over. Standards, that's really fucked up. I'm not canceling Netflix, and you got to come better than <laughs> me. Here's some th- okay, so, okay, so let, let, let me be let me First be fair. of the month, y'all getting my 10 goddamn dollars. Take my money. Let me, let me be fair. Every fucking month. There, there are some things that right now, and this is going to sound fucked up on my part, I, I like she might call me house slave, <laughs> like she called Charlemagne at the end of the interview. Uh-huh. Uh, it was it was really bad. I, I know he felt bad when she said it. But Leonard, okay. Leonard, you saw this <laughs> shit too. Apparently, uh, she was definitely being disrespectful. Uh, mm-hmm. So here's some things that I would uh, consider canceling Netflix over. If they told me that they were going to do an ongoing series of of the movie Bright, 
Uh, <laughs> that, that, that'll, that'll be a, uh, if they told me, if they told me that they, they, they greenlit, if they told me they greenlit four more seasons of Iron Fist, uh, I'll be willing. Uh, I'm not even canceling over that. Like, you got to be dabbling in some really super. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, child pornographic, like, shit. Like, like, if we're not talking, like, real, like, crimes against humanity type shit. I'm not canceling my Netflix, and nobody should try and get me to participate in that boycott. And and I say this as somebody, you know what I'm saying, who totally understood that Killmonger wanted to wipe the slate clean. I ain't say it was right. I'm just saying I understood it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I understand the motherfucker's inclination to complete and utter genocide of the oppressor, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Believe me when I say it's got to be real serious for you to tell me some shit to cancel my Netflix or my Spotify or any other streaming service that I uh, subscribe to at this point. You know why? Because that's how I get the sole source of my entertainment. I mean, there's a TV in here because it's a man that watches shit with sports on it. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is I haven't watched any kind of TV even on demand in months. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what the cable box does other than tell me the time. So, like, I just know that I need her to come with a better accusation than they offer me a shitty contract now you know what i'm saying is she absolutely right that they offer her a shitty contract yes is she absolutely right that they lowballed her as a black woman most definitely the worst part about it is because you know what i'm saying she's been out of the game so long and she already disinvited to you know what i'm saying certain parts of the cookout because she mad at oprah and lee daniels and they were mad right back at her and will packer like like in tyler Right, all of them, you know, because because you know what I'm saying. A lot of the black people who make shit happen in Hollywood are really mad at her, and she mad at them. You know what I'm saying. The reality is, she's been out of the game so long that it she is a bad person to bring this argument. But we all do, you know what I'm saying. Know as we mentioned earlier that black women are, you know what I'm saying, underpaid in Hollywood, in media, in general. This is something that is a well known fact. Those people who are well paid are the exception that proves the rule. So please don't talk to me about Oprah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. But like, or Beyonce, because they're the exceptions that prove the rule. I now, think, I on think. Hand, on the one hand, they are on a whole other level. You know what I'm saying? But I think the other reality is the amount of money that they have been paid based on their popularity and based on, you know, the demographic, the white demographic that they appeal to has given them a lot more capital um, to build upon, you know, their initial success. But I, I, I do also think that, you know, they are the exceptions that prove the rule because the reality is, you know, there aren't more Beyonce's. And it's not even that there aren't more Beyonce's. There aren't, there aren't even more close to Beyonce. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, even more I, close to Oprah's. And, and I think that's what makes them, you know, the exception that proves the rule. I think um, also adding also into that, um, I think with regard to Monique, if she had just made the same argument and didn't say expressly racism and sexism, it wouldn't have been nearly this whole thing. And she just said, like, yo, look, I've been in this business for X amount of years. These are the things I've done. This is why I feel I'm worth it, whatever. And just let people draw their own conclusion. But to actually, I think sometimes in this day and age, even when it's a valid point, okay, there's obviously some racism happening here. There's obviously sexism happening here. 
it actually works against people because people hear the term racism or sexism or misogyny and they automatically turn off and they have like 10,000 ready-made responses as to why it's not those things, even when we know intelligently enough that it is. I mean, on the one hand, I agree with you. On the other hand, like the crazy thing about what she said to me was that like around the same time, a study was released, like an actual academic study about pay for black women in Hollywood. And it was like, you could have cited your own anecdotal plus this study and instead of calling for a complete boycott of Netflix could have called you know for some kind of campaign for other black women to you know step out and speak on how you know they may have been lowballed or how their you know careers have been impacted by sexism and racism um, and the two of them combined as a socioeconomic thing but she didn't do that so not only was the messenger bad but she presented a bad message she didn't actually present a platform that was something that everybody else could jump on she just came out and was like I'm mad and she got right to be mad I'm mad you and your <laughs> shitty contract without, you know what I'm saying, a bigger picture and some advocacy <laughs> for don't get you nowhere but people saying you mad. And, I mean, on some levels, they right. You just personally mad. It seems self-serving. If she had made it so that there was an actual platform that people could get on board with, it might not have been so problematic, but she didn't. Please yeah. keep me out of your personal gripes. Uh, I just want to watch Seven Seconds. But can we talk about something else? Uh, sure. I mean, I don't even know how we got here. To be honest. Oh, this, this was Slim's fault. Okay. <laughs> this was all Slim's fault. It was. Fault. Okay. It was. I mean, because I, it's a really nuanced thing. It's it just is. that yeah, what yeah. comes down to you at the end of the day was bad. You know what I'm saying? Bad messenger with a bad message. You know, I love I, nuanced discussions. I, I personally want Monique to win, but I. Eh, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sorry. fine. It is. Yeah, that's fine. Monique ain't thinking about me. I, I, mean, I mean, again, yeah. I, I, I find that she is funny. Um, but, I mean, did I like the Parkers? No, I didn't like the Parkers. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't like how... Uh, uh, what's what's, what's Baby! Not just that. She stalked that man. And if a woman was Super being thirsty, treated... Super thirsty. It was just not attractive. That, if, a woman, if a woman was being treated the way that professor was, we would all be like, oh my God. Like, when is somebody going to call the police? That's stalking. Like, that's criminal. It that's is. harassment. I've done that. And that's what I never understood. Like, that Uh-oh. shit wasn't cute to me because I was always like, dude, there's somebody... Not the stalking, the friend, calling the police. Look, if my friend was doing that to somebody, I would want her to get help. And if a man was doing that to my friend, I'd be calling the police. Mm. Mm-hmm. Get a restraining order, girl. What was the um, young, younger, her, her daughter? The actress? Yeah. Uh, Countess Vaughn. Countess yeah, Vaughn. Countess Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like her character in terms of like, uh, it's just like the last, it's just like, she's like, like basically a young Jack K. Typical, yeah. I, I just thought, I thought, I just thought like, and, and again, it had nothing new because again, it goes back, I guess, to the beginning of what we're saying. Actors trying to get that check, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's like, you know, is this the type of thing that I want to play? I just don't think it put um, Monique's character, the character that she was playing in a good light. I don't think it put Countess Vaughn's character in a good light. I don't think it put, like, the dude who played the professor's character in a good light. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't think it put anybody in a good light. It just, like, like played stereotypes, and there was no nuance, nuance to it on top of that. No nuance. Nuance, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how we're saying that now. Yeah, yeah. Nuance. Yeah, yeah. Just because when you be want to be representative. Yeah. You know how it is when niggas. You know how it is when people got uh, fucking passports that got to start saying shit. Different. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's no longer Target. It's Target. Nuance. Reminds me. I don't say humbled. 
I'm too classy. I say humble. Humbled. That's the, what I do. The reason why, uh, and we we can uh, deviate from this into a larger conversation. I like accept them. One, <laughs> one of the reasons I. Uh, of course, it was loud um, as fuck. The reason yeah, I give it consideration part. is because, like, I, I do realize that a lot of people have legitimate gripes, like I said before, because there is so much actual racism and so much actual sexism. Um, but then, you know, you also have, to contrast that, you have the Chrisette Michelle effect, where, Ooh. you know, People are legitimately beefing with something, and the artist is all about, no, don't boycott it, because that's going to hurt me. That's going to hurt me personally. It's going to hurt my bottom line personally. So it's like, oh, from one in one regard, you have artists who have um, a personal situation, and they try to make it a movement or a cause. And then you have artists who are legitimately suffering as part of an actual problem in the actual cause and then you got artists who don't want no part of it <laughs> and they just like i'm all about my bottom line and what i get and what i bring home and the cause be damned you know and it's up to us as people who actually patronize establishments and patronize vendors and you know spend our revenue on stuff to decide you know how are we going to let our dollars speak you know, are we going to stand with artists who stand with us in their choices? You know, are we going to stand with media companies, you know, who make more socially aware, more socially conscious decisions? These are things that I just I think about all the time. Now, I don't know if I always make the right decision, you know, when I decide to spend my money or boycott. But I try to. Um, but I just like to be mindful of it. I, th I think also with regard to Chrisette Michelle. I think the, the positive out of that situation is she no longer has to worry about that argument because establishments like Best Buy are no longer going to be selling CDs by the time June rolls around. Mm. So that won't be a thing. We'll mm. just, you know, rely <laughs> solely on streaming and, and, and digital buys. I think she's talented. Yeah, she she yeah. kind of broke my heart. I mean, I remember when I saw her live at Nine Thirty Club, and she's I was like, she lives up to the billing as far yeah. as like her skill and her talent. Yeah, but she's talented she's, as hell. She's man, just not keep, all the way there. I keep don't think. your social views to yourself. No, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> I don't want to hear no, it. No, no, I disagree with that. I don't want to hear it. That, that, no, no, it's totally, totally fair. You can totally you can fair. definitely express your social views, mm -hmm. but you also have to be prepared to, to deal, deal with, with the, the fallout. And, and, that, and that's why I'm fine with it. Like, you know, like But like, it's consequences for me is what I'm saying. That's fine, but you're, I'd rather have it like It's not fine like, for him though. You're affecting my ability to So you're doing you're basically doing what but you're doing essentially I'm doing what Chrisette Michelle did. Exactly. Keep your mouth shut so I can continue supporting you. Yeah, but like that's the same argument as like what people have been telling LeBron as a late like just shut up and dribble the ball, which is like you know like, wait a, wait a minute like wait like I, I because I dribble a ball doesn't mean that I don't have of the First Amendment right to freedom of speech and well I don't you know, think that's the same thing at all because I actually agree with LeBron so the argument no, is totally okay. wrong no no <laughs> you're it's funny wrong as hell I agree with no LeBron. no 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 yeah, it's yeah. not wrong I disagree with Christian Michelle so she should keep her mouth shut no. I agree with LeBron so he should speak at the top okay of thank, thank you for doing that thank you all right I see what you did but also okay. it kind of comes down to knowing your audience so if your audience is primarily a a conservative Trump voting audience you can go out here and you can perform at his inauguration and you know you can be and fine people ain't know who she was Hell no. That's why I said it depends on who your audience is. Chrisette Michelle's audience is Monique's audience. Mm. It's a bunch of black folks. And you can't then roll up, roll your ass up into this 
problematic ass quote unquote president and then say like, oh, but y'all still need to come see me at nine thirty club or right, right. anthem or wherever I'm Black gonna cat. be. Black cat. I think that's also I my joke was was tongue tongue in cheek. Um mm-hmm. I don't think LeBron should speak up because I agree with him. But I do think LeBron James is on the right side of history and Crochet Michelle is on the wrong side of history. So Crochette. I do I Crochet, yeah. Crochet. She like needs to shut, shut the door she's just coming shut, in. Shut that shit up. That's what she need to do. <laughs> she does yeah, need to shut that shit right up. That's Sean Connery right there. That's Sean Connery. My butt's a banjo. <laughs> but yeah, I think there is a, there's a legitimate argument for, you know, everybody needs to be aware of the consequences when they open their mouths. Mm-hmm. And also, right. you need to be aware of what the arc of history is and where you're going to end up <laughs> based on how you opened your mouth. So as a lot of people holding on to antiquated concepts and antiquated ideas and uh, history is going to show that they're in the wrong place. If the world exists long enough, if the human race survives long enough, we won't. Um, <laughs> so I think people like LeBron James, who are like taking, who's like the anti-Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Who Jordan was revered because he was successful in business as a black man um, and as an athlete, just because he was a black man. But LeBron has said it's not enough just for me to be black and be successful. I need to speak out against injustice. I need to speak out against inequality, and I need to stand with my brothers and sisters who are not in the advantageous situation I am in. Um, and I, I do think that's significant a significant point speaking of brothers and sisters being in an advantageous situation the new president of south africa wants to take all the land from all the white folks mm. wow and not give them what any the compensation land. yeah isn't that an interesting concept yeah i have not heard that one i i, I know that they they uh, recently got rid of and the funny thing was i was in south africa that was like a really big thing and they were trying to get rid of the president it's like yo the dude shady and you know, so the reason why he got out of his position is because if they actually had to impeach him and physically, and you know, like actually remove him from office, he didn't willfully go. Mm-hmm. Then all the perks of being president are no longer afforded to him. Mm-hmm. So he, like, you know, the ability to be able to receive monies and like, you know, all the other benefits that are, are you know, commensurate with being president, that all goes away. So he he realized that he had to uh, leave. I did not hear that. I didn't know. Wow, that is yeah. a the yeah. expropriation of land without compensation is envisioned as one oh of the measures God. that we will use to accelerate the redistribution of land to black South Africans. And like so. it's like a ninety percent, like you know, ninety to ten, like like uh, like in terms of like uh, the demographic, which is which makes South Africa even that much crazier historically if you think about it, because it was like ten percent controlling ninety percent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were actually like super cold with it because they actually sent commissions across the planet to actually study racism across the world to figure out what they could implement and how they can implement it to make a perfect system of racism, which was apartheid. So, um, yeah, this is um, that's interesting, and I think um, think we should like definitely look at that in, in, in the next week's show. There's a lot of stuff going so on. You this. know what the white response to that has been. White South Africans have they have created a petition to forty five because they want to come here. Oh Lord! Well, well, okay, well, it's okay. ripe well, for your arrival. Let's let's and maybe we need to table this for the next episode. Yeah, that's definitely the next um, episode. But 
would he consider South Africa to be one of those shithole countries? Or yeah. would he consider mm. it to but be they're one white of those though, so stay it's not tuned. the same. Uh, this is oh, quite a conundrum for 45. I love that though. This is a conundrum for Look him. at you. Yeah, look at us build it for the next episode. Stay build tuned. it up. <laughs> Do you allow farmers? I was like to five harpies. I don't know what you want. Yes, you do. Farmers are struggling. You allow the white farmers to come. Yeah, this is a real conundrum for mm. forty-five. What is he gonna do? Can oh, we re- can we remember that we're supposed to address this in the next? Oh, of yes, we can. <laughs> of course, we of will course. come back to this. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. Same bad time. Same bad station. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> That's all. We're going to put a bow on this. We're going to call this fajitas. We're going to wrap this shit up. <laughs> Any other terminology you can think to use for this? Wrap it up, B. I was thinking about the wrap it up Wrap box. it up. Wrap it up. Damn. Wrap it that up. That is really wrap it weird. Up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. So we're done for the day. But we're going to pick this conversation up next week because... Slim just like dropped a jewel. Hey. And like he does it every now and then. He Something does. We have to figure out where to go with this. So join us next week on Shit You Might Have Missed on Flash Black Radio. This is T Rich, heretofore known as Akoye. Sitting to the left of me is S Double, aka Slim Williams, aka Almost Sexy. On the airwaves is K Savage. AKA Killmonger. She doesn't want to accept it, but we're gonna like keep working on it until she does. And the person that brought us all together, Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Minute the Third, aka the Hotep Whisperer, aka a Hotep in real life. Um, so wow, are you really gonna like put that out there? I I, I didn't say kill them all. I just said I understood why. Mm -hmm. Okay, Killmonger. Okay, Christy Killmonger. So I just. Your name ain't Christy. Clean it up. It's it's K Savage. <laughs> All right. Because I mean, but if you're gonna eliminate the enemy, I mean, you know, it's like we be you thorough. You don't you don't leave a dandelion because you're sentimental about it. Mm. Hmm. So if you want to don't continue, let those white to... fluffy seeds get into your mindset. Kill them all, Kirsty Killmonger. If you want some more of this awesomeness that is the usual suspects, please continue to listen to us. Uh, check us out on the Flash Black Facebook group and page. Uh, you can also check us out on IG. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Flash Black Radio and at Flash Black News. And of course, you can check us out on the various places that you get your podcast, except Spotify, which we're still working on. Um, By working on this means I keep forgetting to actually look up the other aspects of it. And um, yeah, yeah. Also check us out, of course, on the website, www.flashblackradio.com. We thank you so much for your listenership. Please uh, continue to share, discuss, rinse, wash, repeat. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Love y'all. Stay blessed, stay woke. Flesh blick. Was it Flesh Blick Panther? Flesh Blick Radio. Flesh Blick Radio?